This podcast is proudly brought to you by FedHealth. FedHealth's FlexiFed 2 and 3 options offer superb maternity and childhood benefits, including its free FedHealth baby program to see members through their pregnancy and parenting journeys. Choose FedHealth for trusted medical aid cover that gives you choice, flexibility and control, and that will be with you through every stage of your family's unique journey. FedHealth. We let you be you. This is a Baby Brunch Podcast. This podcast is supported by Epimax Baby and Junior. Nourish and hydrate your little one's skin with Epimax Baby and Junior, a range of gentle all-purpose emollient moisturizers that can be used as a soap substitute. New Epimax Baby Bum Barrier Cream protects, conditions, and restores sensitive skin. Hello! Hello. Wait, where's the baby? Is she sleeping? She sleeps. The lion sleeps tonight. The lion The baby sleeps today. How old is the lioness? She is almost going to be 11 months. On the first, she'll be 11 months. So she's... Uh, that is insane. Hiking. She's walking. And by walking, I mean running. Like So, so you're really lucky. You're really lucky because most of us follow the book you know, the milestone book. And then it says all kinds yeah. of things. My first baby walked at 10 months and the second one walked at 14 months. Friend, I was 18 months when I walked in. <laughs> I spent a lot of time scooching. You know, that little bum scooch. That you do. Multiple award-winning actor turned writer-director Juanita Adams has been on local stages and screens, both big and small, over the past 20 years. From playing Sunny in Forgiveness, which won her international acclaim and the inaugural SAFTA for Best Actress in a Feature Film, to a more recent portrayal of Letitia, a mentally unstable homeless woman in the hit TV series Arden's Play, which she also took part in writing in. We're going to talk about her writing, the films, the babies that she's had in 2020 and in 2021. Welcome to Baby Brunch. I am so excited. Yay, I'm so excited to find to be here. It's incredible. Like I love what you do. Thank you. I love what you do. The podcast. The fact that in those early hours when yeah. I, I just can't, I can pop you and your panel of experts <laughs> in my ear. Just remind myself that it's fine. You're not the it's first, fine. you're not the last. Mm. It's just what it is. It's where you are right now. Thank you for keeping me company. Anytime. I mean, that's the reason we did it, because we wanted to support people, right? Actually, I needed the support first. And then I said to Ian, we need to start something where other people can feel included. But has it been a big adjustment for you, becoming mommy and shifting from Juanita Superstar Adams to Juanita Superstar Adams with baby and husband and house and a cot? And a pram. I mean, I would be lying if I said it didn't. Oh. Also, a global pandemic. I think that, that that's the that's the kicker, right? Mm. Because if you think your life has changed in in ways sure. you didn't even imagine, just yeah. to become a mom for the first time, becoming a mom for the first time in isolation. Yeah. I. I it's weird because it's my experience, right? It's the only thing I know. It's the only thing mm. our daughter knows. It's the only thing my husband knows. It's so um, weird you say that. When we moved from, so we we had a move from Cape Town to Gauteng, right? And it was the time that we had um, water shortages. So by the time we arrived in, in Joburg, our little one has never had a bath ever. 
So we drew her a bath and she was afraid to get into it. She, she just couldn't because she's never had a bath. No, yeah. she, we used to bath her in a komiki, it was a clean bath, you know, like a small. So she, she's never been in a bath and yeah. lockdown came. So she, she's kind of used to <laughs> pandemics Just and, yeah, and stuff. So I think yeah. we dog. say that our daughter is COVID manita. She takes social distancing. <laughs> so she, she don't like people. She will give you the stankest side eye. And I'm like, ah. <laughs> people are like, oh, she's so beautiful. And she's just like, <laughs> so too close. it's not a bad thing because one of our recent books that we actually had on Baby Brunch teaches you that not every stranger with a smile is your friend. So maybe she's doing all the right stuff. This podcast is supported by Water Wipes. Water Wipes provide safe cleaning for the most delicate newborn skin. They are dermologically tested and fragrance-free to help reduce the risk of drying out delicate baby skin. Water wipes are made using two ingredients, 99.9% purified water and a drop of grapefruit seed extract, making them the purest baby wipes in the world. Listen, let's yeah. talk about your work. 2020 was a tough year for most. You just mentioned lockdown and COVID. Ugh, we, we talk about it all the time. But the truth is, most of us either sulked talked better and more uh, frequently about mental health, uh, made a baby and made a whole movie. So let's start with baby first. Yes. Uh, the human baby. Yes. Yeah. She got made. Uh, <laughs> she got, she got brought into the world. And um, I always say congratulations. This, uh, thank you so much. She was born on the 1st of May. So it's an international public holiday, Workers' Day. And girlfriend, we work there. She worked. Um, And on the day that she was born, we moved from level five to level four. And it was so interesting. I got into the lift and I went to the labor ward, which happened to be on the fourth floor. It's like level four. And I was just like, well, if that's not a sign, I don't know what is. So, I mean, we had to cancel baby showers we had stuff that was waiting yeah. on various delivery services when was your due date um on the first of may so i had a scheduled cesarean right, section because right. i'm old as <laughs> a geriatric pregnancy i like to say advanced maternal age we have um, all been at an advanced maternal stage and I think sometimes it's better for us because I respect young mummies, but I'm glad I had my babies older. <laughs> okay, back to fourth floor. It's, this is very yes. interesting. Uh, so um, it was a scheduled cesarean yeah. um, and she arrived. I mean, she's tiny. You know what I mean? So the, the three things that we had in the house were really too big for her because she, oh, she really came in small. She has since grown. Tripled in size. I've seen a picture of her. I thank you. We, are, <laughs> we take her to a park just across the road, and they're legit. They are one-year-olds that she towers over. <laughs> so clearly, mm. she she loves she loves the food, um, which is wonderful. You know, she's mm. healthy and she's she's so pleasant and quirky. I don't know where she gets it from. To be quite oh, me neither. Um, so we were in the hospital, and because the hospital's across the road, we walked there. Like I was booked in for five o'clock, but, so minutes to five, we walked across the road. And then when they discharged us, they were like, okay, cool. Where's the car seat? I was like, no, my mommy's waiting outside of the pram. And they were like, sorry? I was like, yeah, the pram. They were like, what are you going to do with the pram? I'm like, 
woke across the road. They were like, well, that's very unusual. You know, that's that's not really accepted. It's not a done thing. I'm like, check it. Just look there. You see that building. You see that balcony. You see that person waving. <laughs> on. I'm going to put my baby in the pram outside. And then I'm going to walk across the road. They were like, but you've also just had surgery. I'm like, yeah, yeah. So I'm, you know, slowly. I walk. <laughs> they didn't believe me. They came and literally escorted us. So that they could see for themselves that my mom was waiting there with the prayer. I'm like, I can wave at you in the three minutes that it's going to take me to yeah. get to my house. But so that is it. And then, you know, we, it's been great that she's just had us. My husband is also working from home. He gets mm. to work remotely. I've been working from home. So she really just has us. So that, that primary kind of relationship is so solid you know and so much has been said so much has been written about these primary relationships at this stage so we feel very privileged that she's had that and she's had us kind of at that intensity um but of course on the other side is we also wanted to socialize we wanted mm-hmm. to see other kids and so it's this constant half my family hasn't met her yet well yeah um so it's this balance that you've got to strike between enjoying and embracing the positive things that being kind of in a lockdown has brought us but then also trying to work against that as much as we can it's just you know what's incredible because I remember when she was born and I was elated so I call Juanita my cousin even though we're not related at all but I have I have this love for you and the things that you do and how you make people feel because when I look at you and the work that you do and even the mom that you are I have this feeling that you are invincible and that anything anything that you attempt that you (laughs) when I send her a gift the response I get on a whatsapp is elation and you just go, I want that kind of joy, you know? So you make people laugh without you even knowing you are really funny. But apart from that, you you almost make us believe as black and white and colored people, there's people from Cape Town and there's people sitting in Gauteng who's going to be home tomorrow, that as women, that we can do anything. Because even in your work, those are the stories that you tell. And then thank God you had a daughter. You had a daughter because you could have had any baby, right? And it's wonderful that you could have also had a son. But then you had a daughter. Yeah. Yes. And she, firstly, she don't look like me. <laughs> Number one. Neither does my children. No, that's not true. That's not true. Your kids look like you. No, <laughs> Can I just say, I love what you said about the birthday, that you've always wanted to be their mother. That's for me, like I also look up to you as the kind of mother that you are. Coming from the community that we come from, where the idea of mothering was not always a given in a mm. way that we associate with tenderness and generosity and availability. Yeah. You know, that's also the reality for many of the women who come from where we come from, that they didn't have time mm. to mother in a way they would have dreamed to mother right. their children. And we get to do that because of them, you mm. know. And just to see how you mother and also how you strike that delicate balance of how much of your family life you're going to make available to your broader community and audience and how much you keep close, like that line between the private and personal and then the public. You know, they say that children, your babies come with the loaf of bread. I like it with a bakery. (laughs) 
yeah. Because people yeah. were sending things. People did curbside drop-offs. Mm. We got, the, I, I love the story, Brian ran to the mm. garden centre and he was in a shop and he was just throwing things in a trolley. And an older woman looked at him and he, she said to him, are you having a baby? He's just like, <laughs> my wife, my wife's having a baby. And she was like, you're having a baby? It's your first time? He's like, yes, yes. Mm. She's like, let me help you. And wow. he, she completely calmed him down and she was just like, you're going to need that. Right. You're going to need that. Mm. Take a whole bunch of that. And he came home with like all these things. He was mm. just like, there was this, this angel in the aisle and she helped me. Right. And so I think that, you know, nature will fill a vacuum, right? And even in the absence of closeness and connectedness and intimacy, mm. we find a way. And that's what this little baby has taught me you know and you talk about Carnita the the actor if anything is gonna get you to gently and lovingly set down a thing that you carried in my case my career for 20 years Mm. it's this person who forces you to be present and I have no regrets about that I feel like the two of us, she helped me put it down. Mm-hmm. She was like, mom, it's great. Let's put it down for now. And there's a new play now. There's a, a new thing that you're working on, you know. Who was your biggest support when you were pregnant and about to have your baby? How did you know who you could rely on? You. <laughs> I had like a little. Cry. No, for real, for real. So there are women in my life who are mothers, yeah, right? And I had a little core group of women who were at my stage of the journey. So first moms, so that I could speak to women and be like, guys, I don't know what's going on Mm. and have someone else in that same space. Then I had mothers of kids who were slightly older and you and a very good friend of mine from high school. Um those were the women that I could reach out to. And in fact, a new friend um, that I made through friends of my husband, whose daughter is a year older than um, ours, just so that I could measure against kind of where we were. And I just needed to know it's not going to last forever. It's going to change. Then my mom, who is the auntie who goes to women who've just had babies, because she's the baby whisperer. And then, my husband's, you talk about mother-in-law, my mother-in-law, uh, she's retired now, but was a neonatal nurse, which you will know the magic of nurses who right. take care of, wow. of, of babies who join us a little bit ahead of schedule on the, on the right time at their yeah. time, but just, you know what I'm, those, yeah. those, those kids that yeah. come be- yeah. while we were still busy preparing. Having my nails done. She's a, yeah. <laughs> thank you. So she's a neonatal nurse. And in a way, the time zone difference between South Africa and America really helped us. Because let me tell you, those cluster feeds, mm. the gastro, the all of those in that first couple of months, we would phone and she would know if she was getting calls at this time that it was something. So between Brian's mom, my mom, and then oh. an entire fleet, a squadron <laughs> of strong oh. women, mm. of which you were a general. Um, I knew that I could at any time contact you. And and the fact that 
you would often end a lot of your messages with you're an amazing mom you're doing a great job but you are but that's the thing you don't Mm. you don't feel that you know what's best for your baby you only you even if you don't know you're the only one that knows what's best for your baby because she came from you yes but that can sometimes even be a bit paralyzing because sometimes there are moments where there's just nothing. You're so tired that you're like, well, my instinct is telling me to sleep, <laughs> which is not good for the baby because right. she's crying. Mm. So it was in those moments where you're like, yay, maternal instinct. Yeah. If you want to just kick in at this point, you, 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 you know, people ask, I, I always say this, ask me anything. I know nothing. Like seriously, ask me anything. I know nothing. That will always be. But what a what a humbling what a thing. Yeah, it is. You you know me. I'm like out there. I know the things. I'm so confident. I'm so clear in my purpose. I have clarity and focus of 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 work and everything. And then comes this little baby. And she's quirky, guys. She She is. Even her first, her first steps were quirky too. You should see this girl ballet her way through it. What, what's your advice to moms? Because we do want advice sometimes. And yes. sometimes we feel that people with ours, because your baby is older now, and therefore it makes you an expert in younger babies and you can give advice. What's your advice to new mommies and your message to them? A message from Quinita Adams. <clears throat> A message to new moms um, is just... It's going to change. I know that wherever you are, whatever the challenge is right now, it feels insurmountable. It feels all-encompassing. It feels like it is everything and it's never going to change. And everyone will tell you this, but I promise you in exactly three weeks, you're going to miss the challenge that you're dealing with now. You're going to be like, ah, remember when the worst of it was she didn't feel like eating? because <laughs> there's gonna come a new thing that you're gonna be like oh man I miss those days you know what I mean so it feels like it's never gonna end but it's it will end and it will be replaced by a whole new thing you just keep hanging in there and listen just listen to your your network mm. you know I like that and, listen to your network guys and it's okay that you don't know Mm. Okay. It's okay. Quick fire. New or vintage? Vintage. Um, new clothes or hand me downs? Hand me downs. Um, Kralara or Freheitara? Kralara. Um, big family or small family? Small family. I have to tell a very funny story. They uh, So they take her out and, you know, Brian takes her off to cut the thing and they clean her up and they bring her back. And then, and of course, I am drugged to the gills. Why right? did they drug you? Well, no, because of the epidural. Oh, right, 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 right. So, yeah, so right, I'm like, okay. I'm tripping, mm. right? <laughs> Apparently, I gave, I keep saying to Brian, I know I'm not supposed to feel my legs, but I keep trying to do these Kegel exercises. <laughs> and Brian's just like, ha, 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 that's my wife, that's my wife. The nurse, the midwife goes, and she puts her down, and then she grabs to her face like this, and she forces me to, to make eye contact. She's like, make eye contact, make eye contact. 
look into her eyes, look into her eyes. And then eventually, like, we make eye contact and she says, there's the bonding, there's the bonding. I was just like, yes, (laughs) there is the bonding. (laughs) But it's just just like, even in my eye as a kite state, I was just like, this is funny, guys. This is funny. Yeah. She was so excited. You know, like, but gripping my face, gripping the baby's face, forcing us to make eye contact, like look at each other, be like, it's a pandemic. So even <gasps> as I was attempting to defy the epidural and do Kegel exercises, <laughs> it was serious comedy in those in those moments you know but see it's because so you, I wouldn't it's change. because you recognize the funny you see in that moment you could either feel offended it's like when my baby was born this nurse was trying to convince me she wants her daddy not you she wants her daddy I was like she can't even cry man don't tell me that my baby wants the daddy <laughs> do you know what I mean Laugh about it. No, you, you gotta laugh. You gotta laugh. You're teaching but, me something. You're teaching me something. Oh gosh, you are so funny. Bonita Adams, <laughs> if you just joined us, uh, award-winning actress, writer, and director. Speaking of which, uh, on Human Rights Day, I had the opportunity to watch one of her feature films. I am not just proud, I feel like you have a message to each woman and child and person out there that is trying to find their resilience, um, a message to themselves, that's trying to find out whether they just want to do something without other people telling them what to do or say, I'll take that The film features mm-hmm. a stellar cast, including uh, Chanel Davids, Binette Ibrahim, Charlene Suti Richards, Ilsa Klink, Bianca Flanders, Basil Apollos, Maginsteling, Maurice Capiri, my OALT, and Aisha Nell. Elaine, need I see behind me? Take your story. Because you've like it finally a spot for you. She's in demand, what? She's an incredible student, that dedicated stylist. Yes, well, it's just something about her I don't like. So it's actually the best to add with her skills, you know? Do I are now? They're nervous. Nervous for what? If you fail to prepare, prepare to fail. And you are prepared, yes? Yes, mommy. In nee, because you're nervous, here is my formality. Theory, then prac, then the rest for my career. But you're not going to get your own salon for a long time. I messaged the estate agent on the website. I'm putting in an offer. I'm looking for a for long time now because I want it. Now the bank is denied. My baby is net a minor setback. Of Krishna. Well, I heard about your little home setup. So I thought I'd come and see for myself. I'm being sued, Pfizer. I tried to tell you. I'm trying, mommy. I'ma just leave it. Leave it to do what? To grow, mommy. Like no more chemicals, no more straightening. You are bigger than Raven. Surprise. A real swell coast, oh my word. How did you come up with the concept of the movie? It's not like you swell your hair. I did. Do you? Oh, you did. I did as a child, as a child. Yeah. My mother, I must always say that um, yeah, in the house on, on the cave flats, it's anger management. You know, you can always tell if your mommy had a good day or bad day. She's like, come, I need to brush your hair. <laughs> just, you know, it's like yeah. therapy. There's a scene like um, that in the movie. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Mm. Um, 
And as I said, like I've lived with the same for 43 years and it has been through the most, you know what I mean? Like when I was born, I had like straight A, my Muslim family was like, oh, and then the hormones came. And as my mother said, the sun rose over my forehead and it kind of trees to Aisukhan. And then my family was just like, oh, well, that's interesting. <laughs> and then that's when I started noticing that people will treat you differently wow. because of your way. I was mm. like, hmm. That's cool. And it just, you know, <laughs> as a young woman, when you kind of decide what you're going to be and it's your politics and your feminism and it became about my hair. You know what I mean? Like mm. I wore my hair in defiance. It's like I dare you to say something about my hair. Mm. Then I'm going to show you. And then eventually as you get older, you realize that actually it is just your hair. Mm. And so to kind of come full circle where I'm not about to tell someone who straightens their hair, be it with um, a product or a chemical mm. or a heat treatment. I'm like, your relationship with your hair is so personal. It's yours, yeah. And so I'm not, it's yours. I'm not actually trying to tell you what to do with your hair. Mm. I happen to love natural hair. I love encouraging women to rock their natural hair. But if what you're telling me is you feel beautiful when you take that swirl coast off or you take the rollers out and you can pull a brush through your hair and that makes you feel like the best version mm. of yourself, they do you, Yeah, You know what I mean? Mm. Yeah. Love the movie. So proud. Thank you. Yeah, I love the fact that uh, the lead, I, I mentioned it on air the other day, I, I mentioned that the lead is not someone that we see in movies all the time. You know, it was so refreshing to see a new talent it's wonderful that while having a baby and breastfeeding, so she's breastfeeding on set while holding her baby <laughs> and calling calling shots, literally. Yeah. 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 That day, my husband yes. and my mom came and visited yeah. on set, just the one day. And um, it just happened to kind of coincide with the time. And she was a little bit fussy and it wasn't even an issue. And I love that pick because mm. I'm also surrounded just by women. If you look in the yeah. crew, it's just, you know, the woman beside yeah. me, they're just women. And it wasn't even a thing. thing with the breast pump because every day I would also have to pump. Mm. And then I would take the little bags and I would take it to Auntie Shamila at catering who would put it in the little freezer container and it, obviously everybody's like oh you're gonna make a cappuccino no. oh, you're gonna make a latte I'm like shut up I'll give you that <laughs> I'll give you that really now. nice I mean so it's just the way everybody kind of came together and really just ha held me you, you know what I mean like it's my first time to be on set in this way. It was so overwhelming. It is the first time to be away um, from your mother. baby. I had these like incredible breast shields that would like catch some of the letdown. I was walking around feeling like a superhero because I had mm. these like shields on my boobs and I felt like superwoman. Um, and to be celebrated um, mm. and really like held up as a superhero on set is pretty cool. You are a superhero. You're a mom. And we're just glad that we could have your time. Kunita Adams. This podcast was supported by Water Wipes. Parents are increasingly looking for products with minimal ingredients. Even in wipes considered pure or natural, the average number of ingredients start at seven. Water Wipes contain just two ingredients, 99.9% .9 purified water and a drop of grapefruit seed extract.
Baby skin is so delicate, this clean and pure product will help protect their skin from the very first day of their lives. This podcast was supported by Epimax Baby and Junior. Epimax Baby and Junior is dermatologist approved, free of artificial colorants and fragrances, and is safe to use from birth. Touch, nourish, love your child's skin with Epimax Baby and Junior. Available from leading pharmacies and retail stores. This podcast is proudly brought to you by FedHealth. FedHealth's FlexiFed 2 and 3 options offer superb maternity and childhood benefits, including its free FedHealth baby program to see members through their pregnancy and parenting journeys. Choose FedHealth for trusted medical aid cover that gives you choice, flexibility and control, and that will be with you through every stage of your family's unique journey. FedHealth. We let you be you.